Let's talk wellness now. And uh, we speak about uh, drug dependency and the journey to recovery. So this has become more prevalent among young people. Uh, the youth hard uh, with the average of 12 years of age in terms of who's hit the hardest. Further, South Africa has been listed among the top 10 in substance abuse worldwide. And this is according to Health in News. And Word on the Street says one of the major challenges of seeking help is the cost of rehabilitation centers. So our next guest has not only overcome his addiction, he's helped 300 people with finding rehabilitation services so they can kick the habit. He is Itumeleng Selepe, founder of Word on the Street. Itumeleng, thanks for joining us on this Tuesday. How are you? Asanda, I haven't been this awake in seven years <laughs> when I did my last line of cocaine. Oh my goodness, don't say it like that. Now when you say it like that, it's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember just sitting there seven years ago and before I kicked it, I was just like shaking and and, then... But yeah, it's been a long journey. Thank you so much. And and thank you for waking up for us. And I hope it's not uh, giving you, you know, triggering moments and bad memories that you have no, to be up at this no, time. No. Think about no, the truck drivers and the nurses and the paramedics. Imagine yourself uh, being no, one no. of us. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's true. Yeah, well, you're not, you're no stranger to SAFM. We, we've spoken to you before. And, and today we need to just, oh, again, you know, and I always say some topics need to be revisited. Uh, talking yeah. about your journey to recovery, take us uh, back then in terms of your story. Yo, my story is actually um, I don't have any any past anything that that affected me in the past. I was just hanging around with the wrong crew, um, liking things, uh, not being able to like. Um, I'm from I'm I'm a Johnny come to Joburg. I'm a, like a Limpopo boy came to Joburg, um, who came here. And was at the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm. Yeah, in 2004, I came here, long story short, as, as a student. And um, they say, if you hang around a barbershop long enough, you're going to get your hair cut. Yeah. So there were people that I was chilling with. I knew this was wrong, but I still chilled with them. And at some point, you you end up just doing And it's I, I, like I that day, I can even remember, it was June 14. I think I just signed my declaration with the devil. And um, it was the worst 11 years of my life, I said. And the things that mm-hmm. I did, uh, the things that I've done, um, the lies, the stealing in and out of prison, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite amazing. Yeah. yeah. Were you able to work during this time while you were going yes. through, Yeah. Yes, I, I was working for prominent companies. Um, I was a project manager. Um, I was a marketing media space. So the partying was, was actually quite crazy, but I was working and I was supporting my, my lifestyle for the first, let's say, six years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first six years. Um, and uh, after that, you just can't because you, 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 you don't even act normal in the world. Space. Yeah, let's it's talk only, about that because how was it discovered that you, there's something going on with you? Because you were obviously also trying to hide it, so you continue with living this life. I'm asking these questions for somebody mm-hmm. listening who can, mm-hmm. you know, p- uh, pick up points in terms of what they mm-hmm. need to be looking out for with their loved one who might be going through this. So the thing is, in the beginning, I started out when when the, there's a drug called cat. Mm-hmm. I was doing cat and cocaine, and I was using them both. So now what's happening is that in the beginning, people, especially in the media media industry, they, they thought, okay, 
because we are just like artifarty kind of evil, you just strange, you know, you just acting strange. Mm. So now in the beginning, people were didn't know it. I think there were very people, very 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 few people doing it. Um, but it comes to a point where you, on a Monday, you know, coming to work and there's there's laptops missing, and there's just excuses, and there's you going to the bathroom every second, third, every two minutes. Um, mm. And one of the the, 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 the craziest things is, 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 is what, what sexual stimulation it brings. Mm-hmm. You find yourself in bathrooms. I mean, like, you, you would have sessions of masturbation of, of three hours at work. Mm. You know, so it, <laughs> it's crazy. And on the... On the on, 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 on your laptop, there's just stuff, and, and it's just chaos. And you're drinking because you need to subside. The, it's, it's either drinking or there's weed because you need to bring yourself down because I was an upper. So upper drugs are the ones that make you very hyper. Okay. So you know, after like three or four days of not sleeping, you, you need to bring yourself down and still go to work. And it's just, yeah. But eventually I needed to quit. I quit because I wanted to get high all the time. What made you decide, this is it now, it's enough, I need to t- turn my life around? Uh, that's a funny part, actually. It's actually not funny, but sad. Mm. With, with the uh, countless amount of rehabilitation centers that I've been to, um, my parents just made a sound decision and they tied me up. Like, I was tied up in chains for like six months. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't understand why this, this epidemic, this drug addiction, um, is not taken seriously because the youth, especially the black youth, actually any youth, white, Indian, colored, it is, it is, it is so heavy. I get 50 to 100 calls of parents sometimes calling me to come and kill their child or mm-hmm. put them in hospital. I'm being serious, Asana. Put them in hospital. Um, um, kids are getting raped, the, the ladies, like they, there's going to be a certain section, age group that's not going to be around in a couple of years. Oh, that is horrible to hear. Yeah. It's every day, come and kill my child. What do you mean? I must, I don't want this person. The other day I fetched a seven-year-old to come and help them because I do fetch kids to come and take them to rehab. A seven-year-old. Seven. The other day I fetched some, a, a, a man actually, 32 years old who when he asks his mom for money, um, if she says no, he rapes her. Just to punish her. She's 72. This is just horrible, what's going uh, on. Honestly, uh, I don't even know. And you are at the brunt of it because you're dealing with this. I mean, in 2018, you started your seminars and and you obviously are equipping communities with information. But how do you deal with such? And Do you have collaborations with law enforcement? Nothing. They don't even do anything. Mm. Nothing is done. The stuff is in there. Nothing is is being done. Yes, they do try. I'm not gonna lie. The SABS do their best. Um, the com- communities are taking things into their hands. I mean, as you they, say, the, the frustration mm. is high. Even a parent who can say, "I can't deal with my own child anymore," just they must just die. You yes. can tell that the, the communities are also in dire constraints and everybody seems to be giving up. You haven't given up, though, and we salute you for that, Itumiling, for the work that you do. So what, what do you need, need, what do you think needs to be, to be done? 
um, in terms of the part of the parents, the communities? So this thing does not need a don't do drugs campaign. It mm. needs the eradication of of every really really problem people rising up and saying, okay, there's some people who, and I know it is hard when I say like they're far gone, but now the service is doing the schools. Mm. Three people who are there, I don't have a certificate of being a, a counselor or psychologist, but I have a certificate from the street. I know the stuff. Mm. I wish I had any demilling labor come to me when I was in grade three and tell me exactly where I will end up. Let's work together because now you're bringing in people, you're taking, people are being overflowed, the governmental institutions, you, there's, there's a waiting period. Let's help each other. I, Person, how do you tell a mom, bring your child after six months? When mm. this boy is literally taking the iron, when you're cooking, he's stealing the pot from there and selling it to so the community, he's buying the stuff. He mm. buys the chicken from, they buying the chicken while it's boiling. TVs are missing. And then one thing, drug addiction and drug addicts are not bad people. It's just that their addiction makes them do exactly what they are doing. And also they were not born addicts. Mm. They, they had to be exposed to certain things in their lives that yes. altered their state of mind and choices mm. to get to where they, they are. But I mean, a seven-year-old, can we even attribute that to choice? How does a seven-year-old even get to know about drugs? The community. Communities and lifestyle. I mean, like, let's say, for instance, the boys that push the carts on the road and, and doing, um, um, what is this, uh, weighing in metal and, and bottles. I said, now, those boys are making anything from 150 to 450 a day. Mm. So this is not a dumb person. Let's calculate it over one month. Mm. This is not a stupid person. They go out of their way. This is a hard-working person. But the money does not end up in yeah. Seven-year-old is doing glue. Where did they get it from? Cat, nine-year-olds are doing it. They're teaching each other schools and whatever. But the consequences of where it's going to lead to, nobody knows. They laugh at Nyopas. They laugh at crystal meth. They laugh at this. Everything is a joke. But it's not a joke. It's not. It absolutely it's isn't. Not. And, and I wonder, you know, because we see this playing out in schools as well. And when we say collaboration, mm. teachers on the one side, yes, of course, parents on the other and communities. But there does seem also to be a, pin, a, a, a finger pointing that happens, you know, where if a teacher steps in to try and discipline a child, a parent might come and say, don't do that. That's my child. Or if somebody from a community does the same and maybe even alerts the parent to behavior that they think is not okay, parents uh, get, I don't know if it's embarrassed, that they don't want to hear, that maybe they feel that they're being exposed to be a bad parent. But, mm. but we need to change that mindset. We need to literally change that mindset and see this as something that needs collaboration. Yeah, boy. Like, it's, uh, it's not even a community thing. Bring, bring, bring. You know, everything in addition is anonymous. A, a alcoholic anonymous. Everybody wants to hide. Mm. What are you hiding from? We, we, we in 2022 where people are all over social media and doing any, everything. But no, I can't even get a job because every time they look me up and they say, oh, this drug addict. 
I needed to make a choice 30 years ago and say, okay, what is my son going to say? Is he going to be embarrassed? No. I'm proud of what. Once I started speaking, people actually couldn't make fun of me anymore. Because you owned your, your story. Yes, yeah. I owned it. And I hear yeah, what you mean I, there. And I owned it. And that's what parents, like you're saying now, it's like, parents, black people now, they embarrass. They see the kids doing this and that. They take see marshals. I mean, like, these, they living at home, just waiting for their parents to die. There was one way I, I faced the other day who is, is doing a satanic ritual and he kicked the whole family out. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the feces, there's things on the floor, and, and it's a big party. But these things are happening. And these parents don't even know where to turn, but they call me. Yeah. And again, yeah. also the system, you know, as you say, your record yeah. being there for life and how you're supposed to turn your life around when you are trying to. And this, this record is still, you know, hovering over your head. Uh, where are you? Where are you based as word on the street? How do people connect with you? So I'm based all over the country, if I have to say, because I don't have resources to to have an office or the luxuries of having. Whenever a parent is asking me, if they in Umtata or Kimbali, I'm there. You know, if if I need to go there, we we discuss how I'm going to go there. But I do not let the parents um, somehow go to sleep, just just in fear of their life. Mm. Yeah. Well, thank goodness, yeah. there's things like social media these days. So uh, yes. please do share your handles. Uh, okay. So firstly, um, on on what on on Facebook is word on the streets, drug and substance abuse, anti-drug and substance abuse. And then on on and then um on my phone is oh seven eight two one two zero one one three. So that's oh seven eight two one two zero one one three. So Facebook word on the street drug rehabilitation. Anti, no no anti drug and substance abuse. Anti drug. Say that again. Anti drug, like not even with the S. So mm-hmm. anti drug and substance abuse. Okay, and you're not on Twitter and Instagram. No, 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 I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a social. Yeah, yeah you've no, got too much things. on your hands anyway. To, you wouldn't be able to even man those pages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So the best way to find you is Facebook and telephonically on oh seven eight two one two zero double one three. Yes. Thank you so much, yeah. and we're gonna keep having you in the station. We need to have these conversations, and we need to also yes. just spread the word. On word on the street, because people need help. And, and thank goodness yeah. for what you are doing, Itu Meleng. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sanda. What do you need also? Obviously, you need, uh, uh, you know, volunteers or not? No, I've got people okay. um, who, who I work with. But one of the things that I really, really need is I get parents who, um, and unfortunately, this is how it goes. When you said it in the beginning, I'm going to be very quick, is that monitoring mm. the speed, these these um, centers have credit centers. Yeah. Yeah, monetary office space. I need where a safe place where people can come. There's, there's, there's counters. I need clothes. I need, because these boys sell their stuff. I need airtime. I need data. I need, it, it goes on. All right. Lots. Yeah. We're putting it out to everybody mm. who's listening to please yeah, come and, forward yeah. and, and help you mm. out. You need this um, assistance. Yeah. Our children yeah. are dying. Our children are mm. being destroyed on the streets. Itumeleng, again, congratulations on your journey. Please keep going, and we appreciate you so much. Thank you so much.
Great. Uh, Itumileng Selepe, founder of Word on the Street. We're going to talk planting the seeds just now.